everyone. Welcome back to the Girl of Gen Z podcast. I'm your host, Clarissa. And today I have a special guest by the name of Claudia Powellick. Am I saying that right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Claudia is a medical esthetician and she also is a vegan. And you are very strong into that topic. And I want to get into some conversation about that later on in the podcast episode. But to start, tell us a little bit about what you do right now and how you got into the whole skincare industry. Yeah, so I'm in medical aesthetics. I have a few jobs right now. Um, I'm always continuing my education as well, but I love the industry. It's a huge industry. It's so much fun and there's it it's huge. always changing and there's so many things to learn. So That's amazing. I like it. So <laughs> as a child, I guess let's dive back a little bit then. You have two sisters. Yes. Right? No brothers. No. So female <laughs> dominant household. I love it. Where do you fall in between your siblings? Are you the youngest? So I'm the youngest. I'm the youngest. Um, and how old are you? Right I'm now? 26. Okay. I'm, I'll be 27 soon. But yeah, so one of my sisters, she's 10 years older. The other is two years older. That's quite a um, big but gap. That's a big gap. Yeah. But my mom had her when she was 17. <laughs> that was back in Poland, back in the days. <laughs> wow. Um, but my I'm very close with my sisters. And my one of my sisters has a, a daughter. So I have a niece as well. So again, all the babies, they come out women. And my cousins are all female and they're very <laughs> female dominant. So well, I'm not that surprised dad? I'm in this industry. I'm close with my dad. Yeah. Is he like, we, oh my God, there's way too many women oh, yeah. around me Once, all the time. When my sister was pregnant, we went to go tell him. And we're like, oh, so he's pregnant. She's going to have a baby. And he's like, just one thing please tell me it's a boy oh. i'm like no it's a girl he's like okay well tell me it's healthy okay <laughs> tell me some other news yeah. <laughs> to revert away from the it's another there's, girl there's no boys no boys that's hilarious <laughs> so you mentioned a little bit before we did turn on these mics that your eldest sister so sylvia the one that you just mentioned that had yeah. the kid um she kind of got you into this industry so what was it like growing up what kind of pushed her to push you to go this path yeah, I mean, I think just having my sisters and being the youngest one as well, I loved, I always loved watching YouTube videos. So I'd watch YouTube videos about like how to do hair and like, oh, really? I used to have really long hair. So I would always like love to style hair. I always loved doing nails and like playing with my nails and, and, you know, seeing my mom and my sisters, you know, putting on their makeup and doing all these Women feminine things. things. Yeah, I did. I loved it. I think I naturally just kind of constantly saw that and, and loved it. And when I finished high school, I was lost I was so confused really? I had no idea what I wanted to do I loved and the environment I loved you know obviously with the veganism I loved animals and I thought maybe I should go into a field doing that but I was so confused I really didn't know um and it was I took a year off school and my sister Sylvia she's the one who told me we were looking flipping through the books flipping through the books and we saw the aesthetics uh, in one of the programs at Humber College and she's like why don't you try it you know you can have your own spa one day you love this beauty stuff you know if if you don't like it it's not that long of a program you can just drop out and I was like oh, all right else. you know yeah. what why not I'll try it and when I was signing up for it um, I do love you know all that girly stuff that I mentioned but I I also like I do find sometimes I am a tomboy and I I'm not really I, I, as girly so I'm kind of in between I'm very I'm very in between and I thought well I don't want to be doing hair all day and I don't want to be doing makeup all day and is that really for me I don't know if I want you know I love it to do it on the side but do I want a career in this and I was I was so confused I was just lost and when I went into the I signed up for the school and I went into the program and the first year I, I learned it's all theory it's completely theory and when she dived in about what we're going to be learning about how how skincare really is so 
complicated and there's so much to learn and and there's so much in this in this industry and I was like wow you know this is not just when people ask me they're like what do you do and I would say I do aesthetics they're like oh so you do makeup hair and nails and it's like no like there's, there's so, so much, much more to that. that you know when it comes to skin concerns and people with severe rosacea and eczema and acne and these skin concerns even nails when it comes to like fungus on the nails and and these different you know it's not just the beauty world it's mm-hmm. it's also skin health and I think that's when I was like, oh, I love this. This is so fun. This is so interesting. And and it's not just the basics. So your mindset almost completely changed once you kind of were going through that theory part. Exactly. So I the love the theory. Like, and so many of the girls ended up dropping out in the first year. Like did you think over you were going to be girls. in that, that group? I thought maybe. Because in my head, I was thinking, I'm just trying this out. I just want to see if I like it or not. And so many of the other girls, they had a different mindset as to... I hope it's easy. I hope, you know, I could just learn something and do it. And, and then go start and, my business. And, yeah. And then like, go start a yeah. business or open a spa or, you know. And when they started learning that there's so much complicated things in this and there's so many things to learn, they were like, oh, no, <laughs> this is too much information. On This is too hard. Yeah. And, you know, when you have to memorize, like if you look at the back of an ingredient list on a product and you have to memorize those names and you have to know what they are. That's, you know, you can't, you can't, I can't even pronounce half of them. <laughs> and they go over this and you, in, And we had to do these in the exams. We had to say, you know, we had to know these ingredients. Yeah. And I think a lot of the girls were like, oh, no, <laughs> I can't Not even pronounce me. this. I can't do this. <laughs> Forget it. Um, but How long was this program? Two years. So two years. Okay. So there are some aesthetic courses where people go for six month courses. Um, I did medical aesthetics. So at Humber College, which honestly, amazing school, amazing, amazing school. Um, How and the teachers? Teachers are incredible. Like, were they right my in the idols. industry? I like still talk very, to my teachers, some amazing. of them, and they're absolutely amazing. Um, so experienced. Then again, the first year, they don't let you touch anyone's face. They don't let you touch anyone's nails until you've learned the theory, yeah, which is so important because, you know, you hear things happening in this industry so much and it's so unfortunate, you know, you hear people getting burnt or people getting nail fungus or people getting different things, you know, even from waxing a body and ripping skin, you know, and, and I think that's just lack of training and education. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's good that they, they really make sure you have a good understanding and base before you do go into the practicality of it all so would you say second year was more hands-on then second year is all hands-on okay and I'll never forget putting my hands for the first time on my friend's face (laughs) (laughs) and I felt so weird just she's like put the cleanser in your face and wash their face and I was like oh this is (laughs) so weird I'm washing someone else's face (laughs) and now it's just second nature to me I can do it with my eyes closed and I love it that's awesome yeah that's awesome so did you ever get a taste of any of this kind of stuff in high school like I don't know what high school did you go to I went to Iona oh yeah what yeah Oh, I think we had this conversation, actually. I feel like we might have. But um, regardless, um, I don't think that they had any specific courses on that, which is unfortunate. It is unfortunate. And Iona was such an art school. It was so many talented people in that school. And I always felt like... Oh Why my is God. there more I'm to awful. To I'm not talented. I'm bad at everything. I'm not a musician or a dancer or this or that. And and that's, again, why I took a year off to figure from it high out. school to figure out what am I good at. Right. You know, right. you're surrounded by all these talented people and you're like, oh, my God, I, I didn't like, even get good grades. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like less people would need. I mean, it's still nice and beneficial to have the year off. It definitely could be put to good use. But I feel like less people would take that year off if schools, high schools specifically, catered to more groups. Like, for example, someone that wants to maybe work in the automotive industry, like maybe they want to 
play around with the car at school and figure out, you know, the mechanics on how all that works. But they don't have that opportunity when they don't offer courses like that or like skincare or like a beauty class or just just something to be like, do I like this? Do I yeah, not like 100%, this? Yeah, 100%. I think in high school, you know, we're so pressured to go to university, be a doctor, be a lawyer, do something that's going to make you big bucks. And it's like when someone goes to college where they do offer these courses where, you know, you can learn everything and anything hands on. It's almost like people don't take us as seriously. It's it's like we feel this guilt in us. Like I felt that way when I was doing aesthetics. You know, I had some of my mom's friends be like, mm, you should go to university or you should study something serious or and what was your response to that? My response, like I, I you know, I would just I, I made my decision so that it was no going back. I felt comfortable with it. I was excited for it, to be honest. Like and I, I was I was genuinely I was super excited to go to college and I knew I wasn't that girl that wanted to go to university and study the books and all that stuff and I have so many friends that went to university because they're especially like European parents you know they're pushing their kids go to university and then they end up dropping out and they're in debt thousands of dollars and they're doing something that they don't love yeah and they're more lost and with aesthetics sure you know a lot of people who don't understand aesthetics who are like oh you're gonna be doing nails all day there are girls that do nails all day and some of them are very happy some of them are not that's you know that's completely personal but there, this is a huge, this is a multi-billion dollar industry. It is constantly changing. And there are so many opportunities. And even, I didn't even know how many opportunities there were when I was in school. And now that I understand how many opportunities, it's not, you don't have to be in the service providing industry even. You know, you can be a sales rep. You can be working for huge companies. Yeah, and there's the back end and the front it's end. It's a huge industry. There's so many opportunities. You know, you can be selling medical aesthetic equipment and you can open your own company. You can open a skincare brand if you wanted to. You can open up a medical spa. You can travel and, and work, you know, in different countries and places the opportunity is just endless the opportunities are endless and it's it's so much fun and if you have a passion for it it's so much fun continuing education is 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 a good thing you know you're excited to do it. it's yeah, an exciting thing exactly so it's like everyone says if you if you do what your passion is you'll never work a day in your life and I like that constantly resonates with me because I think it's true I do obviously there's gonna be times where it's not as fun to be going to work or doing your job but it's far more likely that you're gonna be enjoying what you're doing if you are pursuing something you're absolutely in love with exactly and if you're enjoying what you're doing the money will come yes you will be successful um and that could go with any job. People get stuck in in the job that they're doing and they think, I need to stay here, I need to stay here. But it's it's almost like they're afraid to grow and they're afraid to change their job and they're afraid to yeah. learn well, it's something a big leap. more. It's 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 scary, you know. Everyone's scared. They think like, let's be safe, be safe, be safe. Let's go but, to the nine to five and like my bills will be paid, yeah. everything will be like consistent, money wise, income coming. Um, but yeah, I think taking that leap is really important. And that could be with any industry. You can be successful, I believe, in any industry that you do. It's it's a matter of the individual themselves as to how passionate they are, how how willing they are to learn more and keep growing. Expanding their knowledge. Exactly. Exactly. So um, honing in then on um, medical esthetician, is there different like branches to being an esthetician? Because you said somebody would like hone in on nails, for example, like would like what is the. Yeah, for breakout? sure. So. I mean, when I came out of school, I did go into, you don't have to do a two-year program. I mean, I highly recommend it because doing a two-year program where, again, that first year is all theory, the second year is all hands-on, you you learn more. You definitely learn more. And again, when we're coming out of school, we're so young. So anything that we're 
gaining information it's, it's going to be useful for us um, but some of the girls do they do six month programs so that would be you're an esthetician you're not a medical esthetician so you're not able to work with lasers um, and okay. more medically advanced skincare lines let's say and in technology uh, which th- a lot of the girls are fine with um, some of the girls go into specializing in just nails so they'll do a nail course and they become a nail tech um, you have waxologists who specialize in waxing and word waxologists yeah <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And it waxing like, oh, my gosh, I'm, I respect those girls so much <laughs> Yeah, because that is a hard job. And yeah. there's so many different types of waxing. You know, there's sugaring, there's hard wax, there's soft wax, there's different techniques and and ways to do it. And, you know, if, you, if, if you've ever had a bad wax, <laughs> that's not fun. So I respect those girls, too. But it's not for everyone. Right. So you kind of got to find your niche and got to figure out what you love to do. How did you find yours? Like, how were you like, I don't like waxing. I have no idea if you like waxing, but how did you start eliminating being like, okay, this is my path. I'm going to choose this one. That I, I feel like I'm still almost finding my path. Okay. Um, just because I do love it all, but it's tough. I, I almost, I almost tried it all Okay. <laughs> because I feel like some of the girls, again, they get stuck. I have a lot of my friends who are like, I, I'm in this job and I've, I've been doing this for five years now. Like, what do you, what should I do? Where should I go? And I'm like, why don't you try the medical field? Why don't you try like holistic facials? Why don't you try being a sales rep? And they're like, oh, I don't have experience. I don't know. And I'm like, well, just try it. Yeah, you know, like you start never opening know. Some doors and then you'll figure yourself. it out. But for yeah. me, I began with, um, luxury facials so in a, a very luxury spa it was a beautiful spa um okay. so when I first started out I was doing a lot of nails pedicures waxing which I learned quickly I hated it <laughs> <laughs> what did you I like hated about it? it you know what I I actually didn't mind pedicures it's fine I like turning someone's feet to be like very beautiful and like you know it feels good when you get to scrub someone's foot <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so weird that sounds so weird but there was as something good about it when you see like that shiny clean foot after and you're like ah. yeah so like you, I did that I did that <laughs> you're, you're so fresh now but oh my god just like I don't it's such a I don't have the patience I don't even do my nails anymore when I was you know young but I don't have the patience for polish I don't I don't I don't find I'm doing enough I like doing facials because I like the connection that I get with the person. I like to help someone. Yeah. So when they come to me with skin concerns and they are really confused and they don't know or when somebody has hormonal acne and they're just, you know, your face is, it's, everyone can see it. You can't hide it. You know, you can only put on. It's not like the feet. <laughs> yeah, you can hide your feet. <laughs> It's like they're but, relying on you to fix yeah, the problem. And they look at, and they, and you know, for someone to come to me, whether it's someone older, an adult who comes to me and says, Hey, I don't know how to t- get rid of my pigmentation or take care of like, I'm aging. What do I do? And they're coming to you and they're, and they're expecting that, you know, this and, and there's almost like this vulnerability that they have. And so when I can help these people, I feel like at the end of the day, I feel really accomplished. I feel really good. Um, and especially when someone like I love my acne clients because when they come back to me and, and a consistent regime and a consistent facials and services and then months later their skin's clear like they're That's so happy like and it's such a good feeling for me and them and it's just an you amazing feeling so I don't really get that when I do nails <laughs> um I don't I don't enjoy it I, I have girls that love it and they're so good at it and they're amazing and I was just I'm always hard on myself I never felt like I can get it into to perfection so um and then once I started doing facials I was doing a lot of luxury facials 
and I loved it. I really loved it. I think there's definitely like this certain energy that you get between two people when there's a connection when you know it's like a circuit when you plug it in plug it the circuit in there's right. a there's this energy happening and the same thing when you touch someone even when you shake someone's hand that energy is transmitting from you and that person right. and when you're doing these facials and you can sense who's so stressed out and you can sense who's you know really? who's very comfortable and trusts you who doesn't trust you who doesn't want to be there who right. does want to be there and it's it's an amazing thing and I started loving that um, so it made me think hey maybe I want to start doing Reiki and maybe I want to start doing more holistic facials um, but then I switched and I went into medical aesthetics mm -hmm. and I started working with lasers and when I saw what these lasers can do, I was just in awe. Like, it's amazing what these lasers can do, especially nowadays. Yeah. I'm so happy to be an esthetician in 2020 where our technology is incredible. Yeah, um, that's true. And when you can see, like, even IPLs nowadays, the way that it's lifting pigment off the skin and the way it's lifting sun damage and the way it's ridding, getting rid of acne. And I fell in love with that. So again, I'm always changing my field. I still love the luxury aesthetic. So I kind of, my motto is luxury facials with medical results because I love to incorporate like both of that. I don't like when you go into a medical setting and people are scared, you know, they walk in and they see these lasers and they see this bright white room and they lay down and they're so scared. Am I going to get burnt? What's going to happen? Yeah. And so I always try to kind of mix the two because I think even if you're going for a wax or you're going for a laser treatment or you're going for a facial it's 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 your time to relax you know that might be that mother's time of day where she's not with her kids and and she's just so happy to lay in a bed and I want her to relax and enjoy that treatment so right, right. I always try to mix kind of them I want those medical results with the lasers but I still want them to have that because facials feel good facials feel so good and a lot of people don't know that who didn't get facials they think yeah, you know I've it's awkward and they're just we're washing your face and we're picking at your extractions that's not the case you know we have so many muscles in our face and when you can massage the face and you can get the right pressure points it feels amazing it's a full body massage just on your face right um and it feels so good to release all that tension that we carry in our brow bone and yeah. our cheeks and our jaw um so i love relaxing people but I still want those results right so if we could just mix those two worlds together perfect two worlds combined so best of both that's... worlds as Hannah Montana would say yeah <laughs> I love that show <laughs> me too <laughs> what a throwback yeah so I think that's where I fit in really but so who does your facials I mostly do my own really mostly yeah because I'm so busy <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. And I always do. I definitely try to make the time um, because, again, I think everyone deserves a facial. Um, everyone deserves to find that right facialist that, you know, they'll feel so good getting these facials once a month and they'll want to come back. Um, so sometimes we do, we switch. We, you know, we'll do service for service uh, when we have gaps in our schedule or when we have That's time. Nice. Or usually I'll do it with like RMTs. I'll be like, I'll give you a facial for a massage. And I try to at least That's get a massage in since I'm taking care of my skin. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're always like, I'm always doing... Um, courses and skincare so then they'll always need models so we always get to do it on each other as That's well sweet. so it's nice that yeah. is really nice yeah. um so let's touch on then the jobs you're currently in um we talked about a little bit before getting on the mics but um do you want to touch on that a bit yeah so i work uh i work in a luxury hotel in yorkville um very yeah very luxury <laughs> hotel so we get very um we get some famous people so it's really fun uh that's pretty cool. yeah and that's more luxury facials 
which I do. I love it. It's it's so nice. And the clients are amazing. The people that I work with are amazing. Um, and then I also work with a dermatologist in Oakville part-time as well and that's doing all i'm a laser technician there so i'm doing all the laser services so it's nice to have a balance between both you know because sometimes i'm not gonna lie you know when you're doing facials all day luxury facials all day in a dark room a dark setting people are you know they're snoring away you don't really speak a lot oh my god they snore oh they all the time i'm telling you facials are very relaxing (laughs) luxury facials are very relaxing these people like they pass out it's so funny um and then so sometimes you know if I were to do that full time I personally I would get bored (laughs) so I love that I'm there part-time because it's just the perfect amount of time and then I go into my medical settings where I can actually really help people who have more skin issues versus people who want more of that relaxation gotcha and how many days are you at the hotel four days I'm at the hotel and then two days with a dermatologist yeah and then your own gig And then I work at home. I have a little spa set up as well. Okay, so I was going to ask. I was going <laughs> to so, say, do you have like your own office or do you work out of your home and have like a little so, office? Yeah, so I actually one day I was at home and we have a guest room and it was never used. Sometimes my friends when they sleep over. Yeah. But it was never being used. And my sister came over on vacation one time and she's like... Which one? Which is Sylvia. And of course... <laughs> <laughs> And we were in the guest room and we're like, hmm, what should we turn this room into? Like, should we turn it into a gym? Should we turn it into a yoga studio? And I was like, I should do services from home. People always ask me that. And she's like, yeah, that's a great idea. And we actually, funny enough, had a massage bed at home. A super random. Who got it for you? Sylvia bought it years ago. She's like, yeah. Sylvia's an interesting character. (laughs) She bought it years ago because it was her first time online shopping. And it was like (laughs) a bid. And I think the bid was like $10. And she's like, ooh, $20. And someone's like $30. And she's like, hmm, $40. And then the time ran out and it was like sold. I think so. And she's like, wow, great. And so she got it. And we're all like one day we just see this massage table and in our house. And we're like, what is it? And she goes, I don't know. It's like bamboo. It's great. Maybe one day we'll use it. And we stored it for years. Not once did we even unfold that thing. And then I was like, hey, we have that massage bed in the storage. <laughs> that you bid on and <laughs> forgot it on years ago before I even came into this industry. And we were laughing. So we pulled it out and it was great bed, great table. Um, and those things are expensive. You know, they can be a few hundred dollars. So her bid was probably So her really bid good. was great. That was a great bid, Sylvia. Thank you, Sylvia. <laughs> if you're listening, thank you. Um, and then we did it within one day. One day we went to Ikea. We you like, just bought all the stuff. We, just, we sold the beds. Yeah, online shopping is great yeah, really I, I put is. the beds on Kijiji someone bought it that day that hour and I'm like this is great <laughs> that's awesome so I just we re- we completely changed that guest room we turned it into a spa and I love it I love it it's so nice working from home so how often um, would you say you have people come and right out of that office I from there it depends I take people whenever I can so sometimes I start work evenings at four o'clock and I'll have like two clients in the morning time and then I go off to my work um, a lot of times I get people in the evening who you know they can't make it to the spa and they're like oh, I finish work at eight o'clock nine o'clock and I'm like you know what come to my home spa I'm I'm free let's do it let's do a nighttime facial but I would say like five days a week you know two to three people a day coming in yeah sometimes even if I get one person a day you know there's definitely quiet weeks and there's 
busy weeks, right? Of course, of course. I find everyone always comes for their facials all at once and then oh, yeah. they're good for the next month. And what's and that, like Christmas time? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Christmas time gets crazy. Yeah. Christmas time gets crazy. Everyone has places to go and events to go and they like, want to, you know. Look yeah, good. they want that glowing magic. skin for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um. So, well, how did, because you still live with your parents? Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, how did, how did they accept the whole, like, Hey, I'm turning this space yeah. into my own space. So, I mean, I live with my mom, Paula and Paula's a flight attendant, so it's pretty fine. Oh, so sick. she's, you know, she's never home. <laughs> <laughs> flight attendant. <laughs> and my mom, she just asked because sometimes at first it was getting pretty busy and I had, my mom would come home from work and there are people in my living room just waiting for me <laughs> upstairs while I'm finishing a client. And my mom's like, okay, this is a little weird. <laughs> um, you know, my mom's the nicest person in the world, but she's like, I well, feel bad. Like, a, like I want to start cooking and things. Invasion and I, she of feels like, like your home yeah, in that way. I definitely. get that. She's like, do I go about my daily routine or do yeah. I have to pause? And she people? was nervous too, because I do have a lot of male clients as well. You know, I have a lot of um, boyfriends from my, from my girlfriends or even just men who are like, oh, she does waxing the chest I can do it from home and they feel more comfortable going home to someone than going to a spa where you know they feel a little bit intimidated yeah so you know when she comes home and there's a man sitting <laughs> in the living room <laughs> it gets a little awkward so actually when I was started getting really busy I went off and I I opened up I, I rented a room in another clinic so I did that as well um, which was going super well I loved it um, I took everyone from my home and I brought them there instead I, that's when I quit my job and I was like I'm gonna work for myself I rented a room and it was going super super well yeah. Um, I loved it and then my sister was in Australia and that's when she told me she's like you gotta come to Australia come you know check it out and I thought I was gonna go for two weeks and I ended up staying for a year yeah <laughs> so I got rid of that place and then when I came back from Australia I was like I'm just I started doing it from home again right I have the room but I definitely have to coordinate between times gotcha as to when my mom's home at least just to have some respect yeah right? for sure for yeah. sure but they're super supportive of your whole oh 100 percent. oh yeah i mean i give them free facials all the time so they, they <laughs> better sure they be <laughs> <laughs> yeah who enjoys it more your mom or your dad my mom yeah my mom yeah of course because she was obsessed with Nivea I don't know why every Polish mom is obsessed with Nivea I don't think it's just a Polish thing like <laughs> my grandma loves Nivea too I yeah she I mean it. okay sure but you know I like my medical products so <laughs> when I started when I got her on like a really good skincare products and all of that and she started seeing so many changes in her skin and all like her friends started coming to me being like what are you doing for your mom like why does her I skin look so good thing. I want the same thing right so that's really funny I think um, she's happy did you ever have a job before um, going into this industry like did you have like a nine to five that you were like weren't quote happy with or did you go out of school right into I was bartending went. I was bartending for years yeah <laughs> which Makes I loved because that's kind of how yeah. we met exactly <laughs> not kind of that is how we <laughs> met <laughs> um so did you just like bounce from place to place or were you at one place for like a long duration of time did your no. sisters get you into it again I, see that's how I am I bounce place to place to place and that's how I was with bartending as well I worked in so many different places I even worked in Cayman Islands at one point you know um that's traveling awesome. and stuff I I love that's kind of me I'm not very I can't stay in one place for too long. yeah <laughs> for too long and that's same with aesthetics which I think I picked a good field to not stay in the same place because you know when you get a job you want to stay in the same company and grow and grow but with aesthetics you can't really grow <laughs> <laughs> you know you could be the top facialist at your spa but there's nothing above facialist yeah. you know you're yeah. that's it you can do but the thing is there's so many different aspects in, in aesthetics there's so many different 
directions you can go. So I love to go in each direction and learn a little bit from this, a little bit from that, a little bit of this and and kind of incorporate that in in my business and with my clients. So that's awesome. Yeah. So was there ever a cross between bartending and your field? Mm, I think bartending, I like the the social aspect to it because people would ask me, oh, what do you study? What do you do? And I would tell them about skincare. And Here's then I my found card. myself like <laughs> talking about skincare while I'm serving them, you know, a glass of wine or something. <laughs> um, but very different, very different. But different dynamic for sure. Very different dynamic. But that was fun, too. You know, it was fun when I was started off and doing aesthetics and then I would go and on night shift and, and work at a nightclub or or work bartending at did a you work at beautiful restaurant. I did work at a nightclub. Is yeah. it Toronto? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I actually, I don't know if I should say where I worked. Oh, my gosh. I've worked at some funny places. One of them was Music Nightclub, actually. Okay. But it shut down right after the shooting. But places like that were, again, completely different from aesthetic field very very different but it was so fun I love I love that I can have such a calm relaxed job in the daytime and then at nighttime I was like music's up and very different music (laughs) (laughs) no birds chirping that's for sure (laughs) that's hilarious it was fun but um okay so let's get into some most common skincare questions you're asked So what are some things that people come to and you feel like you're constantly hearing over and over again? You're telling the same advice. You know what? The most common skincare question that people ask me, and I probably get it every single day, is what are you using? What do you do? And I hate that question so much. And it's the last... Because everyone's skin's different. Everyone's skin is different. And, you know, I'm very oily skin, acneic prone. And someone who's like aging with dry skin, you know, someone with rosacea, and they're like, what do you do? <laughs> and I'm like, Honey, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> do you say that? You're like, I'm not going to tell you what I use, but. <laughs> if this is what you should be doing. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'll laugh. I'll tell them that exact thing. I'll tell them the same thing, that my skin is very different for you from yours. And I think what that question really is asking is, what's the miracle product? You know it all. What's that product that's going to change my skin? Right. And I'm sorry to break it down to everyone. There, There is no product. There's no miracle. Everyone wants that one facial and then they want to come out and have like beautiful skin or, or their acne has gone. Um, everyone wants that one product from Sephora or whatever they're marketing on Instagram. You know, you see it on Instagram. So many all of these products coming That's out true. like just in two days and one week and you can have that beautiful skin. Your acne will be gone. Your pigmentation's gone. And it doesn't exist. Yeah. It doesn't exist. And it's all a bunch of baloney. <laughs> it's, it's the best way is you go to the gym and you work out your abs. Are you going to have a six pack when you come out? No, <laughs> no. That's very true. It's a good, good you know? comparison. Do you say that to people? I do tell that to people and it's, it's, that's exactly it. And you can be working out your abs for a month, but you can go home and be eating burgers and drinking Cokes and, and not having the right meal plan, which would therefore be your skincare line at home that you're using right. versus getting facials, right? right. It's, you're not going to see the results if, unless you're consistent. So what's a way of saying, because people say, what, what's the saying for the gym? Um, is it, you work out at the gym, but your abs are made at home, like implying oh, yeah. like yeah. what you eat and fuel your body with is really what's going to help the You're, outcome. It's made in the kitchen. Yes, yes. That's what I'm trying <laughs> to say. Is there like a facial? Like, I mean, your kitchen's at home. So. <laughs> is there like a facial terminology in that world to compare to? I, that's how I compare it to. Um, I mean, if I can make one up right now, it'd be... 
your yeah your skin's made in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> wash your face every day don't exfoliate too often like is there like a yeah. the typical common like steps that you of tell course them? like i recommend everyone to be on a vitamin c serum in the daytime 100 percent. and i tell that to every single client because okay. that's so important a vitamin c is it's so important for us to eat as well it's important for our immune system but it's just as important for our skin health um from avoiding pigmentation damage fighting free radical damage um for the lipid for the health of our lipids on our outer skin it's, it's so important you'll have brighter healthier skin um and that that's for everyone's skin type um and then i also i'm a huge on uh, vitamin a which is your retinols mm. um which is you know some people are so scared of that ingredient and that that word um because a lot of people have used a retinol and it could be in a very aggressive uh serum it could be a very aggressive ingredient um like it reacts really heavy or like what do you mean aggressive aggressive in the sense so some people are prescribed a retinol you know they'll go to their dermatologist and they're like i want beautiful skin and the dermatologist usually gives them a vitamin a which can be in the form of a retinol a a retin-a a tretinoin but this is a very aggressive ingredient because the molecules are very small. They penetrate into the skin and they cause cell turnover. So it self exfoli our, our skin is self-exfoliating itself. Uh, so a lot of times you may notice peeling, flakiness, very dry, irritated skin, which is the process. But if someone uses a retinol or vitamin A in a very low doses, low dosage consistently, they won't notice that crazy effect right okay um, so i love vitamin a's they can do miracles they can do amazing things you just have to find the right one for you use something maybe more gentle and yeah that makes sense um okay so the next question i have is skincare myths so one that i don't know if this may be a myth i have no idea that's why i'm gonna bring it to the table um way back when when i started watching youtube videos of like girls doing makeup and beauty they would always say um when you're putting on eye cream or like your foundation or concealer under your eyes to always use like your fourth finger because it's the most gentle and it like won't like create wrinkles down the road is that a myth or is that it's not a myth that's actually true and it's not so much because your finger is more gentle it's because your uh, your fingers have heat like your natural heat so the heat is supposed to help with any creasing and i'm gonna help to blend in that makeup a lot better it also helps when the heat with the eye cream it'll absorb nicely so that's not a myth yeah for this just this it's mostly just for the heat from your hands that they your hands never, are emitting. Yeah. They failed to mention that every time. Yeah. I was like, so why this finger? Here I am, like <laughs> six years later, still, I'm still using my that finger. Off. It could be yeah. any finger. <laughs> well, that's what I was wondering. I was like, my pinky's pretty gentle, yeah. but now it has nothing to do with the gentleness of no. <laughs> the touch of your finger. I mean, it is gentle. I mean, you can, you know, feel how much pressure you're using, but it's more so just that heat that's emitting off your hands. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I'm really glad you corrected that. Um, are yeah, there... Don't worry about that one finger. <laughs> are there any other myths that you constantly like hear people talking about? There's so many myths in skincare. Oh my gosh. Oh, there's so many. Even like going back to retinol, one of the a huge myths from retinol is everyone's like, oh, don't use retinol. It thins your skin. And I've heard estheticians say this, which again, that's where I want to talk about my continuing education. Yeah. And you're <laughs> like, where did you get yours? <laughs> yeah. So retinol doesn't thin your skin. Ret- retinol thickens your skin. It actually thickens your dermis. It does the opposite. That's the entire purpose of retinol to thicken the skin make it healthier stronger um the reason people say it thins your skin is because it sheds that outer layer of your skin that very superficial outer layer and the reason it's shedding that is because it's exfoliating so when it's exfoliating new skin cells are like hey i need to grow i need to kind of you know push through and when they're pushing through that old skin's 
shedding off. So you'll see that old skin shedding off, um, which again, that's when you're using something very aggressive like a Retin-A or something prescribed. You'll definitely see it. You'll see that skin peeling and coming off. But that's just, again, because new skin's growing through and gotcha. a lot of new skin's growing through at a lot quicker pace than it would naturally. Um, even a retinol cream like that you can get over the, like at, uh, in Sephora or anywhere, you know, um, they're still doing the same thing, but a very light, light percentage. So you'll notice maybe a little bit of flaky dry skin, but not too much, Nothing but crazy. that's because new skin's growing through and your skin's thickening over time, but it's not thinning. That's a, one of the huge myths that I get. Hmm. There's so many myths out there. Wow. Let me think. Do you have a list of any others? Uh, I have a list, but another <laughs> one that comes it. to mind is sunscreen. People ask, like I've heard multiple girls that like I know, um, do, should you wear sunscreen even if you're not going outside directly in sunlight for the day? Like in your car, does it affect through the window? Like do you know where it lies, where that kind of Yeah, so lies? sunscreen, and I'll admit, even when I started aesthetics, I was kind of annoyed of sunscreen. I was like, because everyone was like, where is sunscreen? You know? And I, I've traveled so much. I love getting a tan. I loved it all and when I really started learning the effects of the sun and I really started seeing client to client every single day and seeing the effects that the sun is having on these people I really I definitely now I'm huge I, I have everyone on us on an SPF uh, especially our ozone layer now I mean again why I'm vegan as well environmental issues but our ozone layer is very thin and it's not the same as it was before and you're, you're seeing more and more people getting skin cancer and getting these pigmentation marks on their face and and it, even driving in the car you know your hands on the steering wheel everyone gets those pigmentation marks on their hands and I have yeah. so many clients now they're like how do I get rid of this and you know we have a long way to go and if it was just it could have easily been prevented if you just wore your SPF daily if you find an SPF that you really like you know it doesn't have to be this crazy SPF that we wore as kids you know where you're all white and you're just feel greasy and it's gross funny you mentioned that so what, you know what, I think what that's what people think of when they yeah, think of SPF that's what I think of my favorite SPF would be Zio Skin Health. Um, they have a beautiful tinted SPF. Dermalogica has great SPF. What's the PCA. number? Like 15, 30? So I always recommend minimum 30. The difference between an SPF 30 to 50, you know, you hear some people that are like, I'm using an SPF 50 every day, you know. I, you're using 30. That's not enough. That's not enough. Actually, the difference between SPF 30 and 50, scientifically, if you did, you know, it's, it's not a big difference at all at all um but the difference between an spf 15 to an spf 30 is a huge difference 15 15 15 to 30 is a huge difference wow um so i always say That's minimum that comparison the comparison's crazy and again it's it's the molecular structure of these spfs but i would say minimum spf 30 you know, if you, if you don't want to go higher than that, that's fine. I always recommend a physical SPF versus a chemical. Some of the SPFs will state that on the on the right. SPF themselves. Uh, chemical could be a little bit... I mean, a physical SPF is better for anyone with sensitive skin or people who, who say they break out from an SPF um, that sits on the top of your skin. It's not going to penetrate in like a chemical SPF. Uh, so it just works different ways with how it's kind of bouncing those that radiation off your off your face um but i recommend a physical spf at least 30 Uh, i love tinted spfs you you end up like once you find the right tinted spf for your skin it's like finding the right foundation (laughs) 
<laughs> or the right true. lip gloss. You know, Very you're true. like, this one's for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I definitely, I do recommend it. If you just did it every single day, you know, you're going to, you're going to be so happy. You're going to prevent so much issues later on. The sun creates aging skin, pigmentation. It can create larger pores. It's, mm-hmm. it's a huge culprit, you know. And So if I was sitting at home all day working, would you recommend I still put on sunscreen? Like for that 1% chance I might go out like for an hour later in the yeah, evening. I mean if if you don't want to that's fine but they there is a lot of studies that show you know if you're on your computer all the time like i have one of my friends you know she's an assistant she's constantly on her computer screen and there's a lot of evidence that that uv it's different than uva and uvb light but it's still really it's still having a cause and i think the radiation is causing aging in our skin for sure um but by how much you don't know but it just depends on how long you're on that computer, yeah. how long you're in this, you know, all these superficial lights. It definitely does take a toll in our skin every single day, right? So if if you wanted, if you're really concerned about aging and you're really concerned about pigmentation and you're really concerned about skin cancer, then yeah, just wear your SPF every day, you know, get the, get in the habit of waking up and putting on One your moisturizer, your, your serums and, and then your SPF. 100%. Yeah, there's a photo... I think it was years ago my mom showed it to me it was on like cb24 or something i don't even know but it was this truck driver he was a truck driver for most of his life and he I've had seen w- you've seen it one side of his face is like so sun damaged and like his arm because that's where it would rest on the window i love that picture yeah and then the other one's like fine yeah. and it just that that really got me thinking like holy crap and there are amazing pictures as well with um twins twins some of them who used an spf their whole lives and some of them who didn't and it's i would love to see incredible it's it's amazing before and afters and that's the thing you know spf it's not going to do any harm if it's sitting on your face (laughs) but it will if you're if it's not so you know it's not you don't have to question it should i put it on should i not just put it on yeah you know what's the takes two seconds it's not there's no harm in putting it on and and you'll do a lot of prevention exactly exactly well i'm glad we touched on that um what is something you wish that you were told before working in this industry okay great question (laughs) (laughs) um something i wish i was told before the industry would be i wish someone told me to be more confident and i i if there's any advice i can give to anyone who's in the aesthetic field or who's thinking about going into the aesthetic field or who's in school for it be confident because i remember in school when we were done school and we had a job fair and all the girls, you know, it was like this big circle table and we were just going around and around like two minutes each each person. And they were, you know, we were taking any job we can get, any job. And some of the girls, again, they ended up do taking a job because they were intimidated and we're so intimidated by everything and we're so scared and we're young girls who just finished school and we're thinking we, i just want a job i just want to be you're happy but the pond. you're not that confident and so you take any job and you end up doing again like waxing or nails or pedicures all day and again great for some people but it's not for everyone and eventually the girls are like i hate aesthetics i hate this field and if they just had that confidence in them to say I deserve better. I see myself somewhere else or or I want to do other things. They would. And I had the confidence to quit my job after four years and work for myself. You know, I had the confidence to apply to a medical clinic when I had no experience. And in my head, I was like, no one's going to hire me. But I just, you know, and it was Sylvia. Sylvia always was the one to give me that confidence. So I wish these girls could have someone, whether it's their teachers, to say, have the confidence in yourself. You will learn it's constantly changing this industry. You need to constantly be learning. And if you're taking these courses, these um, extra 
certifications and different in different programs and stuff you, you'll have that confidence but again I have some of my friends that are like I, I want to leave my job and I don't know what to do and I'm like well why don't you apply for a medical aesthetic job and, she, and they're like I don't have experience I'm too scared and it's like just do it you know if people see that you're passionate about this industry and that you're a passionate person and that you're humble and you're genuine and you're willing to learn mm -hmm. and you have that confidence in yourself you can do it you'll get that job you'll you'll get the education you need yeah and it might be one of the best decisions they've they've ever made yeah taking that big leap because i did the same thing i got it i took any job i can get and i was really happy with the job i got after school um but i stayed in it for four years and i and i do think a lot of that was because i didn't have the confidence to say claudia leave you know yeah. go try something else yeah. and and again with this industry it's you need to be constantly learning and, and and experiencing experimenting with different technologies and stuff if For you sure. really want to help your clients so For sure. so That's a great answer truly <laughs> <laughs> um so my next one was what are some i'm gonna change it a bit some short-term effects after getting a facial and some long-term effects so um microdermabrasion am i saying mm -hmm. that right I've noticed like a lot of people that once they get it, their face is very, very red um, and almost like uncomfortable, I want to say, after they get it. But then like the longer term effect is like their skin looks unbelievable. So do you want to like touch on that a little bit? Yeah, that's actually that's a great question because it. I mean, first of all, it really depends on what treatment you're getting. You know, chemical peels, for instance. I love chemical peels. I'm like huge doing them on chemical like, peels. Okay. Getting them done, doing them for the for results. I love chemical peels for results. But some people, you know, I, I ask them, I'll be like, hey, did you want to get an enhancement? Did you want to add a chemical peel to this facial? And they're like, no, I'm so scared. No, no, no. I'm. How much downtime do you need? I'm going to be all red. I'm going to be peeling. So many of them watch that. What is that show? Um there's this show, all those women. The reality show? Yeah. Um, Housewives? Is it Housewives? No, it's not Housewives. Not Bachelor. It's with, um, oh, this is so painful. But basically, it's it's, this, it's a TV show. Reality and she show. got a chemical. And I don't think it's a reality show. It's oh, just a it's TV just a show. Oh, it's a show? Yeah. Okay. Like it just, and, and she got a chemical peel. Very popular show. I can't. I'm hating can't myself. Can't put your for, tongue yeah. to her now, yeah. But um, she got a chemical peel. And her skin was just swollen, red, you know, like it looked horrendous so it scared everybody and so everyone you know how many women come up to me and be like did you watch that episode of Google? is that how i'm gonna look is that and i'm like oh my god guys this is a show a tv show uh keep in mind like chemical peels as well there's like you can get a very light 10 percent lactic acid peel or you can do an aggressive 30 percent salicylic acid peel which yeah you're gonna need at least like a day or two downtime you know, you'll, you will notice a little bit of skin peeling, flakiness hmm. um, versus a 10% lactic acid peel where I would say, hey, if you want to get married tomorrow and put on your makeup, go for it. <laughs> you know, you won't have any downtime. Same with lasers. You know, some people, you can do a non-ablative, uh, no downtime laser, or you can do an ablative fractional, which you're going to need a few days. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's great that you're honest and can tell them up front. Yeah. Like, I mean, skin takes time, especially with microneedling. Microneedling is a great service because people expect the results after two days, after a week. And again, your skin cells take time. Our skin cells take time to turn over. We basically, we stimulate it. We, we can stimulate the skin and we have stimulated the skin, but the results aren't going to happen right away. We can't, we're not going to peel off your skin and give you new skin. Right. We've stimulated your skin to cause new cell growth. So when those new skin cells are growing, you will see differences usually within two to four up to six weeks later. 
um, depending on how long your how quick your skin cells can turn over, you know, and that Makes depends sense. on your age or genetics. So it takes time. You won't see immediate results with anything. You'll see nice glowing skin immediately after a facial, immediately after a skin. You, you see that glowing skin because we took off that dead skin that was just on that surface. Yeah. So your skin's glowing, but for for real results when it comes to pigmentation and, and you know, real skin concerns, not just glowing skin, that takes time. Okay, well, that makes sense, I guess. <laughs> you can't see immediate results all the time. Yeah. Um, okay, so it's funny, actually. My dad recently mentioned that he read in some type of, I don't know, it was business magazine or article, that um, women are spending less money on makeup now and more on skincare. And he was just like, so amazed of the numbers and how much money women will put into getting like good quality skincare oh yeah i just want to like bring that fact to you like what i you love think about that it, i love that and i noticed that a lot as well because even like my sister is 10 years older than me and when she was in high school makeup you know it was like green shadow on your eyes like <laughs> blush up to your like forehead oh my god <laughs> so much makeup and it, it was trendy and it was huge and I don't think women were spending that much money on skincare because you know you just cover your face with all this makeup no one cared it was more we cared about makeup and now I think we're it's dying and every all the girls you know they're just tired they're tired of waking up in the morning and putting on all this makeup and that more natural look I think it has so a lot in. to do with the models you know like Gigi Hadid and um I don't know, et cetera. <laughs> you know, they, they do have this more natural approach with their makeup. It's not full-blown stage makeup. It's it's very natural. Well, I feel like a lot of people now get lash extensions and yeah. they have their eyebrows done. So really, it's like... They, they, wanna, they want less time. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, about, it's very time-consuming. Makeup's very time-consuming. Sure. Um, so if you're, you know, and everyone like has that nice glow to their skin. And so I think women like see these this glowing skin that's they want that you know so and that's that's having a good skincare regimen and that's how getting your facials and that's exfoliating exfoliate your skin <laughs> <laughs> preach <laughs> but i love that i do love that the, that's changing now yeah i mean i love makeup as well makeup's not a culprit everyone thinks oh my god i wear makeup is that bad is that bad i mean i think makeup you know i had one client the other day tell me she's like i stopped wearing makeup and i'm getting more breakouts and I was laughing and I'm like, a lot of it, you know, makeup, if you have a good quality makeup, it could actually, there's SPF in makeup. It's also almost putting this shield from when you go outside. It has this shield on your skin from all the like pollution and all of that stuff. So I think her skin's now is more vulnerable. Um, but again, that takes a good quality makeup. And I think the issue is we put on our makeup in the morning. We don't wash it off until midnight <laughs> or when we go to bed. Yeah, very true. That's the issue, right? So if you, if we weren't to wear makeup for so long, it's sitting on our skin for so long, then it becomes, you know, you can start experiencing breakouts and, you know, you start sweating under your makeup and that's not good, right? Right. But, so that's interesting that you say that. So what would you say for girls who like to wear like makeup? to the gym is that does it clog your pores is exactly that, is so that right? even wearing your makeup at the gym i don't re recommend it i mean you know sure some mascara some you know i do filling in your eyebrows putting something on your lips to make your yourself feel you know more confident feel feel better i'm all for that um but when you're wearing like a thick foundation or, or a heavy powder you know like one of one powder that i really like is uh jane iridal uh she has a powder that will be medium to full coverage and it's not going to clog your pores like a foundation and a you know so is it meant for more like active exactly activities? exactly okay. it's actually she considers it an spf versus a 
a makeup. Oh, well, that's a so, good claim. Yeah, exactly. So something maybe, you know, quality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> quality makeup. It makes a difference with the ingredients that you're putting on your face for sure. You know, all these makeups with talc and, and all these chemicals and all this you're putting it on your face and it's sitting there for hours and then you go to the gym and you're sweating underneath it. So that's not good, you know, but if you have a good quality makeup, you're putting a translucent powder on top where, you know, you're, it's actually going to help with your oil production. It could actually be really beneficial for your skin. So I've, I've had some clients who've worn makeup their whole lives and their skin looks beautiful. And then I had clients who didn't wear makeup their whole lives and they have so many pigmentation issues and really? you know, so it, it all depends, you know, yeah, it all really different. depends, but makeup's not, the devil is not a huge, you know, enemy in skincare. You okay. just got to have a good quality and also keep your skin clean underneath it, right? Right. It goes hand in hand. Um, what are some go-to skincare products that you recommend to, like, the general population, I guess? Girls and guys, what is what are some top three maybe Okay. Things? I mean, again, I love my medical products. Like, I love Zio Skin Health by Obagi. I love PCA. I love SkinCeuticals. Um, Vivier is a really great brand as well. That one is offered more. Um, I like Paula's Choice online. I know that brand kind of blew up and a lot of people ask me about that. Um, but Paula's Choice, they have really, like, I love their BHA exfoliant. Um, and even for men, because when men could just simply wipe something on a cotton pad and just wipe their face with it and not worry about anything Very else that'll them. help them a yeah. lot with their pores uh for sure um dermalogica has really great products and sephora that's a huge one i feel like mm -hmm. i constantly hear people saying mm -hmm. they use origins it's a nice one there's a few out there i mean always it i don't want to say anything too much right because again it depends on that perfect person's skin type if if they can if they need something more medically advanced or not but okay so what are like your top three now specific products like is there an exfoliant that you'd recommend a f i don't know a face wash and maybe a sunscreen or like what would you what would you pick all right so spf oh this is hard okay <laughs> <laughs> i have so many favorites um one of my favorites, so for anyone experiencing breakouts or large pores, would be Intensive Clarity Treatment by PCA. Okay. That one can do miracles. It's amazing. And where can that one be purchased? Um, that one you can get online, actually, as well. Okay. Um, any of these products, you know, you can give a quick Google search PCA, and then they'll, they'll find a clinic near you, depending what location you're at. Got it. Um, vitamins. Oh, ooh. This is so hard. You're like, which one's Choosing do I choose? only three. I do. I, if I had to choose like um, one that's available to everyone, like Paula's Choice, I would definitely choose the BHA Exfoliant. I absolutely love that one for brightening the skin. Mm, the Hyaluronic Acid by Lumiere is my okay. favorite hyaluronic acid I've ever used. Blemish and Age Defense by SkinCeuticals. I'm going to start naming like 10 of them right now. <laughs> You're past the three. <laughs> Um, um, the ten percent vitamin C by CEO skin. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Well, that's pretty much the skincare talk. Let's go into the vegan talk a little bit because I feel like they do. They go a little bit hand in hand, especially with I feel like because you're. How long have you been vegan? Let's start with Oof. that. I stopped eating meat when I was twelve. Wow. So, so you're pretty a young. A few years, but I was vegetarian for a few years. So I would say strictly vegan about five five six years 
Okay. And I mean strictly vegan as in with the clothing that I purchased, the lifestyle, everything exactly. Wow. Yeah. Which is, again, that's, it's very hard when I'm in aesthetics as well. I always ask the brands, like, do you test on animals or do you have any, you know, do you sell in China? Because they are, they have to test on animals if it's being sold in China. It's just the law there. Um, So it's hard sometimes working with these skincare brands where you can't control what brands the spa carries, right? But Very true. But... I, I hope to see more sustainability in skincare as well, for sure. Do you find um, you're looking for cruelty-free products for yourself and your clients? or A hundred percent. And again, it's it's super hard and it's a sensitive topic. Cause, and I'm so happy that, as Instagram especially, you know, people started seeing so much as to how important it is to have a, a skincare line that's sustainable and that's that's ethical. And the more demand that people had... I saw, you know, I, I saw this industry grow and and to see brands in Sephora advertising, we're vegan, we're cruelty free, we don't test on animals. And to say that because they understood, hey, people are looking for this, people are demanding this, we need to make products like this. And that makes me so happy. So I definitely want to support that and tell people, you know, ask your skincare brands, don't be shy and ask them, do you test on animals? Where do you sell? Do you sell in China? You know? Are they pretty open to having that conversation most of the time? Or do you feel like sometimes they're like, oh, this again? Yeah, so sometimes. So it's funny because we get a lot of skincare reps that come into different spas that I've worked at. And all the girls know, they know I'm going to be the one to raise up my hand when she says, do you have any questions? And I'm going to ask, is your line vegan? Do you test on animals? Do you have any, you know? And they laugh because... So it's funny the response you know you get a response sometimes and someone says yes 100 percent, we are completely against that and then you get a response like some people are like no but you know because they have lanolin for instance it comes from sheeps oh. and so one representative was like oh no we have lanolin but um you know it's it's ethically sourced but you know you, you you didn't go to that farm you didn't see how it's made you know and when you ask them so who's your supplier they don't know you know they're just trained to say it's ethical i promise yeah but it's like hmm <laughs> <laughs> let me fact check you real hard actually here. <laughs> so you know i'll be like it's not um so it's i i like to see brands that that do care cuz i think everything in every business and industry sh- should be sustainable should be more sustainable we're having a huge global crisis right now and you know skincare and spas they're they're not the greatest you know we use so much plastic and and the way that these things are packaged it's awful so mm-hmm. i hope that's going to change and it is slowly changing i'm seeing a few brands that are kind of coming out with more sustainable options and that's amazing i definitely would say the improvements better than 10 years ago like now you can confidently i would think go into sephora and be like I can get my whole face routine right here, just like my foundation, mascara, like just everything, you know, and just know and like feel okay with it. Yeah, and I love that about Sephora too, because even when I buy makeup, I say I go to the girls. I'm like, hey, which ones are the vegan brands? And they know right away. They're like, this one, this one, this one, because it, it it is. Good. It's something should be people are talking about. You yeah. know, back back when I started aesthetics, and you would ask, is this vegan? And everyone would be like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, no one knew like what is in these products. Why Let's wouldn't Google it be? It. <laughs> and when you look into how you know testing on animals it's it's extremely cruel it's i don't wish that upon anybody um whatever creature you are <laughs> you we, we get something in our eyes and that burns and we're such babies and we cry and we That's scream true, and though. you know and then if they're just it's 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 cruel it's it's you know so i think people should care i think you know what you're putting on your face it's yeah it's important it to know where where it's sourced where exactly. it's coming from 
for sure. Um, so you mentioned you were traveling in Australia for a year. How was that with being vegan? I'm always curious as like your meals. Is it was it tricky? Was oh it God. annoying? <laughs> was it like a happy middle? Australia was a dream. Yeah. And so many people are vegan there. And I'm so I was so it was like vegan heaven. Oh my God. I won't lie, when I was in Asia, that was a different story. You know, being in Thailand, um, Bali was great. Indonesia was great. They they definitely but Thailand was a little tricky. That was that was a little tricky. I found myself eating very plain food. Yeah. Um, but it was still doable. It's always, always doable. And they get so many tourists, so many travelers. You know, I'm it's veganism is growing all the time, you know, back in a few years ago it, it it was i i feel bad for the people who were vegan like years ago because that was hard you know but now it's people are more used to it so when you say the word at least they know what it is even when i was young i remember when i was like 12 and i was like i'm vegan and people were like so you don't eat meat like, i don't <laughs> eat cheese or dairy and they're like what about butter what about fish you know they didn't understand um so now people understand and they, they know. So I find like traveling is so much easier now. Like even when I was a little girl traveling with my mom and, you know, it was, it was hard. But now it's it's so much easier. There's options everywhere. In Australia, it was a heaven. I lived in St. Kilda and it was like every corner was like vegan this, vegan that. Like I ate vegan croissants for the first time and I was How so are happy. Those? Amazing. Like you wouldn't even know the difference. Did your sister Paula tell you about the vegan options before you went out there? Was she like, oh, you've got to try all this stuff when oh, you come? Oh, for sure. For okay, sure. So she she really was constantly you. taking pictures, like, you know, her Instagram with her food because everyone always asks us, what do you eat? What do you eat? And I'm like, <laughs> paper. <laughs> Actually, a lot nothing. of lettuce. <laughs> you know, so she she takes pictures now to show people like the options that we have but it's incredible it's incredible and again that's that's the demand right you demand something and and they will supply it yeah is anyone else in your family vegan we've all gone vegan <laughs> everybody we've all gone vegan. even like sylvia yeah. and, her, and her kid so amelia her husband's not vegan right so i mean he tries to be for the most part and he loves it he he was very you know he's from finland and he was like we come from hunters and <laughs> he was complete he said well, you guys are gonna die like no 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 and now he's finally like changing his options so and, he tries to eat and, as plant-based yeah because he realized the health benefits years of eating you know vegan food when sylvia would cook and and he was losing weight looking better feeling better you know guys are a little bit more stubborn i, I would say <laughs> but because they think they're gonna shrivel down or you know lose their muscles and all that but um yeah so everyone's pretty much vegan in our house amelia she thinks she's vegan <laughs> oh my gosh i'm not gonna let my nine-year-old niece hear this but because she loves animals so much and she loves she understands already the you know she saw the protests that happened in toronto recently the environmental pro protests and she was like i want to be involved in this like uh, she cares she kids kids have such a good heart and I think if all kids really understood what, you know, you're, what they're eating, I don't think a lot of them would. I, you know, they love animals. And, and if they were just educated and understood um, that you can be very healthy right. as a vegan, right? Um, She's so educated since young. We, the thing with kids, you know, you, they go to a birthday party and there's a cake. You don't want to tell your child, you can't eat the cake because you're vegan. You know, that's so sad. So we make her decide her own choices. She, she knows what she's eating. She knows when she's eating what, um, but she makes her own choices now. And, and when, when she does have the option and the opportunity, she, she takes it. She makes the right choice. And I'm, I'm so impressed with her. But we don't 
force it upon her that's at good. all. That's good. Um, we just we definitely tell her. We even when she has a green smoothie, we're like, "What vitamins are in here? What is it good for?" You know, and I always tell uh, talk about her skin too. I'm like, oh, "This is so good for your skin. This is gonna give you uh, strong muscles. This is gonna help you." Like we're going to Arizona soon, and we're going hiking, and she was like having her green smoothie in the morning. I'm like, "You're gonna be so good at hiking." You know, <laughs> she's it's so important excited. that they understand what they're eating. And when she eats like junk food or she's eating like fries from mcdonald's will definitely will let her of course life's about balance you know you can't be so rigid you know yeah exactly but she knows like ooh, this is gonna make you know <laughs> i'm not gonna feel <laughs> like is, a 10 out of 10 i'm gonna this. need a nap after this <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's hilarious um okay so you said that being vegan was a little bit easier in australia or a lot easier and not so much in thailand what were some obstacles you felt like you were constantly running into in thailand in thailand um language barrier for sure right you know you're trying to tell someone i'm vegan and they're like hmm. <laughs> and a lot of them are like yeah yeah you know we we always laugh because everyone knows in thailand they always they're famous for saying same same but different <laughs> you know? and i, I want to be like uh, no it's different it's very different <laughs> So, but you know what? Even in Thailand, like me and it's, I love that I have Paula with me and, and we just look online and we'll put vegan options in Thailand and the amount of like, thank you to all the bloggers out there and people who are posting their, their experience online because we just took all that. Yeah. We, oh my God, it's incredible. And, and people will just write a blog of all the vegan options near you. Which is very, And it's like, very thank helpful. you for doing the work for me. Very, yeah. 10 years ago, they, they, you wouldn't have had that option. Yeah. All these blogs, like you would have just had to figure it out. But now you just have it basically handed to you on a phone and you're like, okay, I exactly, know my options. Exactly, exactly. I think the one hard part is traveling with your meat eating friends, right? Because I was going to ask about that next. Yeah. <laughs> when you're outnumbered, you're outnumbered. They want to go for a shawarma or they want to go for this. And you're just kind of like, do you do? Mm. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't judge anyone. I used to eat a lot of meat when I was young. I come, I'm Polish again. You know, we eat kielbasa like there's no tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so I understand. I don't want to take that from them either, right? So sometimes I would go like on my own and eat something and then I would go with them and just have like a drink or like have an app. There's always an option, right? There's always that salad. I'm not really a salad girl. I like my carbs, but, you know, it's definitely. Something. If I'm outnumbered, I that's, you know, so long they respect me and if there's a place that I really want to go, to and they're willing to try that which you know my friends they do they they understand right. how important it is and, and they're willing to you know they have their cravings but they're willing to good, definitely good try balance. vegan food and when they have like they try a place that they love and they had the one of the best meals and I, it makes me happy so yeah that's awesome um so what's your go-to vegan meals that you would make at home and then what are some like some things you get when you're out or maybe if that's too difficult you can say like restaurants that you that are like your go-to's Mm, okay so being the youngest sister I've been spoiled by my two older sisters because they're amazing at cooking and my mom's amazing at cooking they're so creative I'm awful <laughs> I've been like they just feed me all the time I'm so so bad it's like my go-to is like sandwiches <laughs> but I make really good sandwiches um but Paula Paula's like they're incredible you know we we make a lot of power bowls um, so you can do like quinoa, rice, veggies, tempeh, all of that stuff. Um, 
honestly though we've we've converted all our meals like again i i do come from that european background so even during christmas time when like my polish friends are like what do you eat you don't eat bash you don't eat this you know like the traditional foods that we normally eat. and we're like yeah we've modified them all you just modify it so if it's butter you use vegan butter you know um if it's meat you can use an alternative like tempeh and you can make the same foods that you're eating now just switching one or two or three items you know even mashed potatoes people are like, how do you eat there's a vegan option for everything there are some really good vegan options for yeah. like, the alternatives, like you and said. even like vegan cheese like i'm not i don't eat a lot of that to be honest um but if i do you you find the right one you know i have people that are like i tried vegan cheese it was gross and i'm like we'll try another brand yeah. there's so many brands there's exactly. so many different types you know there's cashew based cheeses that i love that are amazing and then you know versus like the daya that it's you know some people might not like yeah so that's i feel like the most glorified one but then you're like really yeah, there's better out there but there's so <laughs> much better ones out there right so just just to constantly like i love getting vegan cookbooks and i love following the recipes because mm-hmm. i can't i have no creativity skills in the kitchen at all <laughs> and i feel like you need that as a vegan in this beginning so i definitely was like oh my god what do i eat like i was eating such simple plain food and then once i started getting like these vegan cookbooks and you know you're making like this meatless uh, lentil loaf and that's incredible it, you, you get creative you get more creative but I'm definitely, I I say follow people on Instagram, look at what they're making, get some vegan cookbooks, try it out. And then once you kind of slowly get into that, you'll, you'll get more creativity skills to make, make new things. Right. Yeah. Restaurants. Um, my favorite vegan restaurant is Planta on Queen street. I've heard of it and I've seen everyone tag it on Instagram. So there is a Planta in Yorkville. I'm not a huge fan of that one. It's I'm personally just personally not a big fan of that but there's one a new one and it's completely different completely so if the anyone knew or what completely different the menu that it's it's japanese oh um so versus the one in yorkville which is kind of a mix of like pasta this kind of like i'm not sure what their theme is um but the Everywhere. other one it's it's yeah it's japanese and it's like share plates they have dumplings they have incredible sushi they have incredible like it's and it's very dim lighting it's huge restaurant so popular extremely beautiful very high end it's it's incredible i love it and it's anytime i go there and i see it's so busy and it's it makes me so happy to see a restaurant like this that's completely plant-based and everyone loves it yeah Yeah. because there's one in port credit called raw aura which like is like the closest one i guess around here but like i never hear anyone like there's like a big buzz around it yeah or is nice i like like their like dessert snacks and their <laughs> smoothies and stuff um but, it be but see the thing about vegan places everyone always thinks like oh they're so expensive and the portions are so small and i'm still hungry i'm still hungry i'm still hungry and you always hear i'm still hungry so it's hard you know i like these i like the restaurants that are targeting the people who are hungry not like we don't eat just salad we don't eat just like small little you know we can eat burgers and we can eat pastas and we can eat all that food but it's changing it's changing there's more and more restaurants every like even doomies you know they came out because they were like we want to show people that vegans aren't always healthy as well they eat that junk food food they eat the double big macs you know and they created that vegan style and i think that's incredible it's it's great you know to have options yeah um 
what else was I going to ask? Oh, okay, I want to touch on a couple more things. You mentioned way early in the intro that you were a little bit of a tomboy. So what gives you those qualities? Because <laughs> I never got that impression when I worked with you. I always thought like you were a strong girly girl. You're in a girly yeah. industry, I would think. I Everyone thinks that about me. Um, I think like... Play? Well, I mean, I box. <laughs> oh, shoot! So that's something that I recently started doing and that I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm very like... I, I don't know. I, I like the girly stuff. But, you know, like if you take it, like my toenails are never painted. And my friends always laugh at me when I'm wearing heels and stuff. They're like, paint your toenails. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> like things like that. But um, even clothing. I hate shopping. I hate clothing. I hate like materialistic things. And I, it's not that I'm judging people who love that stuff. That's great. I just personally like I can't do it. Can't I like to like I'm always in gym clothes nonstop. Like I'm in track pants and a baggy T-shirt all the time. Um, um, and I love physical activity. I love swimming. I love running. I love boxing. And, I, you know, I had someone a week ago and they're like, you're too pretty to box. And I'm like, no. <laughs> stop thinking that way. No. <laughs> you know, so that's why yeah, I have a few hobbies and stuff. I love like I love hiking. You know, you, you, people will see me in my aesthetic world. But then, you know, Don't day to day, to I'm, my hair is in a horrific bun and you know i'm out hiking with my sisters and (laughs) i love nature so i you know yeah what's uh like your uniform you wear when you work from home whatever you want basically um my uniform when i i usually i always like again i'm like black track pants and then i I, black t-shirt right i actually like purchased this aesthetic shirt because it's more hygienic right but i'll definitely i will get into a little bit of a uniform and my clients always see me and i'm one of them was like you're so cute you dress up for me like you (laughs) just you know you you said i'm the only facial you have today and i'm like well i take it seriously yeah for sure (laughs) you don't want to i think the way you present yourself matters and to whoever right but very true but definitely when i'm building your brand in your business yeah. like you don't want to be known as the, like the slob like yeah, exactly you're always representing yourself all the time 100%. um but yeah when i don't have clients i'm definitely <laughs> not not all together <laughs> um so last thing i kind of want to touch on is travel because obviously you've t- talked about it a little bit yeah. so you went to australia for a year and you really planned to go for two weeks yes how did uh, that come about what was that opportunity um so that was my sister went there it was always our dream to go to australia because again we love hiking we love wildlife like my dream was to see a whale in the ocean or you know a kangaroos it was it was always my dream i guess that curiosity of what's happening on the other side of the world um but i i was working for myself at the time and a big reason I did that was so that I can have more flexibility to travel because, you know, when you're in a job and they're like, oh, you have 11 vacation days for the whole year. And I'm like, hmm. I don't like that. <laughs> I can't do that. I, I love to travel. And so I started working for myself and my sister was like, let's go to Asia. We've always wanted to go to Asia. And I was like, OK, let's do it. I'm going to put this on pause. Um, so we went to Asia and then she was like, I'm going back to Australia. She was supposed to come home with me. And she's like, I'm going back to Australia. I love it so much. When did she tell you? Like, um, just mid trip, she reapplied because her visa was ending and she reapplied for an extension which was like winning the lottery 
and she got it while we were in Asia and she's like I'm gonna go back I need to go back just for a little bit longer like I love it and I was like okay well I'll come visit you know and I was very like I will I won't I will I won't and I was like all right fine I will I was having so much fun took with her leap. in Asia yeah. took the leap went to Australia the first day I was so scared to come out of the apartment she went to work right away and I I come down and I was like I don't know where to go what to do so I went to the cafe that she was working at just to say hi to her and I was so awkward and so nervous just to meet all her friends you know and her manager met me and was like hey do you want a job here you can get a job here too <laughs> and I was like what no I'm just visiting for a week and he's like okay well come for a trial tomorrow if you want <laughs> he fully was like no nah, you're fully staying was like, nah, you're gonna stay your sister's here Australia is amazing you're not gonna leave like he knew before I knew that I was not gonna leave and the next day I did the trial then I you know you apply for the visa everything happens so quick and and a year later you're like oh my god so how's that process <laughs> i should go home now did you got a visa to stay in australia yeah so for a year? people have like a work visa a visitor visa it all depends right on if you're working or not was but... yours a work visa yeah <laughs> 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 it's it's yeah a lot of people like there's so many travel travelers in australia there's so many so many travelers so you do have to like we went to bali a lot of times like yeah. a lot of people go to bali just to like while they're waiting for their visa to approve and everyone just like having their fingers crossed I, I remember sitting at a restaurant in bali and we're just like me and paul are just you know eating our food and this girl just starts crying and we look and you know you can she's sitting right beside you but it turned out her visa didn't get approved and she was in bali waiting for it and it's so heartbreaking because visas are so tricky right when you're when you're living somewhere that you know but we got lucky we got pretty lucky we didn't want to do farm work something or any was of that. we could have stayed you. longer but yeah. we didn't want to do that farm work or anything but i think a year was enough i got my fill i'm so happy I'm, I'm so excited to go back and visit i wouldn't necessarily work and stay there a year i mean if i could but um but to go back and visit all my friends and you know it's That's amazing, it's amazing. Like australia is amazing it was so fun how was that flight you know what <laughs> don't I, sugarcoat yeah. it <laughs> I, I feel like i don't remember it like i know when i was having my flight i remember being so tired and i remember sitting there and you're not comfortable like your legs you have to walk you have to stretch there's you're always sitting next to someone who's you know doing something interesting or crying baby <laughs> or who knows right there's always something but once you get there and after the trip you, you forget it you remember all the fun times like I can't right now I'm like I don't remember the flight anymore but <laughs> I'm sure if I did it again I'd be like oh yeah <laughs> so you went to Australia then to Bali and then back to Australia so or no you I went, went home after and she went I, I went from Canada to Asia and then Australia gotcha, and then back okay. to Asia and then <laughs> yeah. okay gotcha gotcha and then yeah. did you do any other travel yeah, Other so I that? lived in Cayman Islands as well for eight months, um, which was amazing. That was incredible. Um, it was smaller. I'm not really, I re I learned I'm not really an island girl because it's beautiful. It was like paradise. Seven Mile Beach is paradise, but there was no mountains and not really wildlife. And that's what I love. So I love that about so Australia. Yeah, yeah, like the next place I want to go to is Africa, you know, because I love, again, I love nature. I love wildlife. I love to see it all. Um, so being on a beach all day, I get a little bit bored. Um, but Cayman it's just beautiful i recommend it to anyone uh taking a trip uh i've traveled all around europe as well i haven't been to south america yet so that's on the list as well but europe has been you're a huge travel bug by a lot yeah where are you going to next arizona arizona is, isn't that where your sister lives 
so she lives in minnesota right now okay yeah minneapolis um so we're going to arizona kind of random totally random trip actually oh, it's still fun. <laughs> but that's <laughs> me and my sisters one day we're like let's go to arizona so we're gonna we're also gonna stay in san diego for a little bit fun, so i've fun. never been to california so that'll be really fun yeah yeah that'll be a nice trip yeah so i'm excited arizona is gonna be crazy hiking i think that's that's where the remember that movie where that guy falls in the hole and he has to cut <gasps> his hand off <laughs> Twenty-four hours. Twenty-four hours. That happened in Arizona. So, and that was a true story. It's crazy. You're gonna be with people. You're not hiking by yourself. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, we don't really like. Say you're not gonna hike by yourself. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'll be with my sister. (laughs) You know, once I went hiking, we, me and my friends, decided to go to uh, Karen's in Australia, and it's like deep in the jungle. And normally, people get tours. And we're like, we don't need a tour. We don't want that touristy stuff. Let's go by ourselves. And we drove the car all the way to the back end of Karen's and just took a hike in the middle of the jungle. We lost the track at one point, the trail at one point. There's signs everywhere that says crocodiles, crocodiles, crocodiles. There are some crazy insects in Australia. And when these guys find you and they chase you and they're like the size of like your fist. Oh my God. Oh my God, God I couldn't even imagine. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> So maybe I'll get a tour guide for this one. <laughs> we'll see. I have to see how many That's amazing. creatures there are. But so South America is on your list. What else is on your list? South America. Africa is like huge Africa. on my list. I want to go all around Africa. I want to end up in Madagascar. That's my goal. I've always wanted to see Madagascar. Cool. I don't know why. But is it movie? Just the mix of the <laughs> not, not even, but like the mix of, but yeah, for sure. All the animals. I was like, and they're so environmentally con- like cautious and the, and it's amazing like they don't even have a recycling or or a garbage like they don't they don't do that everything's reused um but just the mix of jungle with mountains and, and ocean would be a dream and wildlife so yeah and i love cultural places any anywhere that's super cultural i love to learn that so see what people are doing in other parts yeah. of the world and you know and even like i always go to spas anywhere i travel i have to go to, to a spa because i'm like i want to see what they're doing 100%. i want to see you know 100%. yeah that's awesome so. well is there anything else you want to add to this episode um so wear your spf <laughs> take care of your skin please uh, if you haven't got a facial definitely try one and and yeah and, do you wanna... and take care of the environment everybody <laughs> <laughs> do you want to plug your social media like what's your brand like what do you call your yeah, so uh, minus underscore aesthetic oh claudia aesthetics underscore claudia aesthetics um on instagram on instagram yeah so i definitely post things i'll try to like give information as well post the services i'm doing i answer any questions if anyone has any for me that's awesome yes go check her out so thank you guys so much for watching i really appreciate it please oh wow english just i always mess this part up please give this video video wow this is going on YouTube and on Spotify and on the podcast app. But if you're on the podcast app, if you could give this episode five stars, preferably, it really, really helps. Um, and if you could drop a comment slash review, that would be much appreciated. And there will be timestamps um, in the show notes and the episode summary of this episode. So you guys can kind of see what we talk about at what time. You guys can kind of skip through to what interests you but thank you so much for being on i really really appreciate you taking time of your day to be here and i hope they took away some great skincare tips i hope so got their questions (laughs) answered thank you thank you